I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. It's 7 o'clock on Utah's Morning News. Good morning, I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story on the 7 o'clock report. It is the weather. If you're looking for a break from the snow, don't hold your breath. A new storm system is impacting the northern Wasatch Front this morning, but Salt Lake may not be far behind. KSL News Radio's Adam Small is live with the latest. Adam? Amanda, this morning we're going to be keeping a close eye on the Ogden Valley heading towards the Idaho border as they're really getting the brunt of this new storm. Ogden right now we're forecasting between 2 and 5 inches of snow, and that's through tomorrow. And then we still have that additional um, system for Wednesdays that we could see an additional um, 1 to 3-ish inches in the same areas. Nicole DeSmet with the National Weather Service says the Salt Lake and Utah valleys uh, could see one to three inches through tomorrow. We know we're seeing some problems down there as well this morning. Uh, the Wasatch and Uinta Mountains, though, are really the big story. They've already seen about a foot of fresh powder, but between now and Wednesday, they could get another foot or two. Reporting live in Salt Lake City, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. This morning's winter weather is throwing a wrench in some school starting times, too. The Ogden and Weber school districts are on a two-hour snow delay today. The Box Elder District notified us a short time ago that there is enough snow. They're going to have a virtual day today. This new winter storm is going to make the avalanche danger even worse. Tristan Stotesbury spent part of the weekend in Utah's backcountry, and he says his family starts their trips with an equipment check. Make sure the gear's good to go. Go check your beacons. Make sure you got batteries. Make sure you've got safety or first aid equipment. The Utah Avalanche Center reports right now most places are at a considerable danger level, or three out of five. That level is expected to rise. Eye on the Hill 2023. More snowfall good, of course, for the Great Salt Lake. And a bill in the Utah legislature is aimed at helping the lake by restricting water use. KSL News Radio's Alessandra Harris reports. House Bill 538 addresses issues like the conveyance of water in the Great Salt Lake Basin and defines punishments for watering lawns or turfs in prohibited times. This bill, if passed, would prohibit citizens from watering their lawns or turfs in the time periods before May 1st and after October 1st. Those who are caught in violation of these rules would receive a citation with a $45 fine. If found breaking the rules again in the same calendar year, they will receive a second citation with double the fine amount. Public benefit properties like golf courses and parks would be from these fines and citations. I'm Alessandra Harris, KSL News Radio. The U.S. at large is starting to pay attention to the fate of the Great Salt Lake. University of Utah professor of atmospheric science Kevin Perry has been studying the lake for years. He tells CBS's Lee Cohen nobody would be immune to the impacts of toxic air. There are two and a half million people that live within 50 miles of this lake, and all of those 2.5 million people are at risk from long-term exposure from the dust. Perry says the lake bed is chock full of toxic chemicals, especially arsenic. Now KSL's top national stories this hour. Severe weather continues to impact a big portion of the country. The plains are just getting hammered with a strong uh, round of storms. Officials were responding overnight to reports of widespread damage following strong winds and tornadoes. 
Carly Ochoa, who lives in Norman, Oklahoma, says her home got hit hard. We don't have any power, so we're just using flashlights to kind of see where all the damage is and everything. Um, You can definitely see into our attic uh, from our front door, so that's kind of scary. The storm started out in California and then uh, before making its way to Texas, Oklahoma, and southeast Kansas. Washington, D.C.'s iconic cherry trees could see another early bloom this year. The National Park Service says the trees have already started to bud thanks to an extra warm February back east. The earliest peak bloom on record is March 15th in 1990, which we might reach this year. More reports this morning say that China's thinking about sending military aid to Russia as fighting with Ukraine intensifies. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan telling ABC's This Week that so far there is no evidence that China is supplying weapons. Any warns of real costs from the U.S. and European allies if China does. The director of the CIA adds he is confident that China is considering providing military equipment but hasn't made a final decision. Now, the White House says President Biden and Chinese President Xi may speak in the night. Not too distant future. ABC's Elizabeth Schultze reporting. A warning to iPhone users. The Wall Street Journal reports more criminals in bars and other public places are spying on iPhone users, watching them enter their passcode and then swiping the devices and locking the owners out of their accounts. Thieves can use that passcode to change the password to your Apple ID, allowing them to turn off the Find My iPhone feature, making it nearly impossible to track. And with potentially easy access to apps storing critical personal or financial information, a simple theft can turn into a nightmare. One victim had thousands of dollars disappear from her bank account. ABC's Andrea Fujii reporting. First look traffic now on the 7 o'clock report. Andy? Tim, through the middle of the valley and uh, really through most of Salt Lake County, it's going to seem like a typical sort of midwinter day without the weather affecting you drivers on dry road conditions throughout Salt Lake County. But Utah County, you still got some wet roads from the storm a little bit earlier this morning. You're just getting out on I-15 in between Linden and... uh Uh, Spanish Fork in particular. That's where the roads are the wettest. Uh, But then up north, same story. Ogden, all the way up to Brigham City and beyond. The roads get worse with rain and snow. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. A big protest in Mexico over election law changes that protesters say weaken democracy. Tens of thousands of people filled Mexico City's vast main plaza Sunday protesting President Andre Manuel Lopez Obrador's electoral law changes approved by lawmakers. The changes cut salaries, funding for local election offices, and training for citizens who operate polling stations. They also reduced penalties for candidates who failed to report campaign spending. Mexico's president says the agency in charge of elections wastes money. The U.S. supports independent, well-resourced elections, says a State Department official on Twitter. Chuck Sievertson, ABC News. Another newspaper is dropping the popular comic strip Dilbert after its creator was accused of going on a racist rant against black Americans. The Star Tribune in Minneapolis has joined the Los Angeles Times, Washington Post, and USA Today, no longer printing the cartoon poking fun at office culture after creator Scott Adams revealed his interpretation of a poll from Rasmussen Reports. Adams says he was only advising people to avoid hate and claims his quotes were taken out of context. Twitter chief Elon Musk is coming to Adams' defense Defense, calling the U.S. media racist against whites and Asians. ABC's Andrew Dimbert reporting. A planned launch of four astronauts to the International Space Station was scrubbed just before launch. With just minutes to go, the SpaceX Falcon rocket and capsule with four astronauts on board ready, the no-go call came in. Hold, hold, hold. 
We are standing down due to a T-tab ground issue. The launch of the space flight to the International Space Station was called off early Monday morning due to a technical error blamed on an engine ignition system. It's not clear when they will try again. The earliest opportunity will be early Tuesday morning. Mark Remillard, ABC News. A heartwarming and memorable ring ceremony for a Utah couple. A Utah bride asked her older brother, who is autistic, to officiate her ring ceremony. A video of Austin Chambers officiating with his heartwarming personality on full display is getting a lot of attention on YouTube. After making a show of inspecting Allie's ring, Austin made sure to bring the focus back to the real point of the ceremony. Marriage isn't about the ring. It's about love. Austin made sure to firmly cover his eyes before having John kiss the bride. Allie says her brother Austin practiced so hard to memorize the words while, of course, adding a personal touch to the ceremony. Kate Davis, KSL News Radio. I just love that. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Covering his eyes so he wouldn't see the groom uh, kiss the bride. That's great stuff. 709, let's see what's happening on the roads out there, shall we? Traffic and weather together every 10 minutes on the nines is brought to you by Granite Credit Union. And, uh, Andy, we really, even with the snow north and south of us, haven't had that many problems. It's been pretty nice through the Salt Lake Valley this morning, almost to the point where I was like, am I looking at the right day through these things or what? But uh, it's been great between Draper and downtown. It still is. In fact, only slowing I've seen in the valley this morning have been in the areas where you usually see it at this time of the morning. Pretty busy now out by 56 West, New Bingham Highway, and slowdowns on Mountain View and Bangor near 35th Southwest Valley. But uh, 215's west side all clear, and I-80 between Lake Point and the airport, 10-minute minimum travel time. Heather? Most of the issues for Weber and and Box Elder County drivers are going to be heading north toward the Idaho border. You're going to see a lot of snow still covering the roadways from about Marriott Slaterville all the way up to the south end of Willard Bay. There's a bit of a break. Looks like the snow has stopped in the Perry area, but then once you get north of Brigham City, you've got the big snows happening again up toward the Idaho border. Chains four-wheel drive still required in Sardine Canyon, and you've got a pretty nice drive, just some wet roads southbound I-15 heading into Salt Lake. Eric. Eastbound looks good on I-80 through the mountains, Harley's Canyon, uh, but on the westbound side, we do have some slowing, maybe some snow plows right now from the uh, top of Harley Summit all the way over pretty much close to the uh, Mountain Dell area, the East Canyon exit. Down Utah County, we had some troubles earlier, northbound and southbound because of snow falling between Orem and Linden, but right now it looks good, at least as far as your time driving. Uh, We've got normal drive times throughout Utah County at the moment, throughout the county, but through Provo Canyon, and it is slow on 189. Dog boarding, grooming, daycare, or training starts at dogtownpetspa.com. With locations throughout Utah, including the new Dogtown Pet Spa location in Daybreak. Dogtownpetspa.com. I'm Eric Butler in the KSL Traffic Center. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.